The United States Senate passed a bill to end payments to dead people, and a French engineer unveiled some bread made from the wheat fertilized by women's urine, and young people are throwing coronavirus parties with a payout when one gets infected. These are the Weird Stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News, your favorite daily weird news podcast, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian recording inside a closet because... Well, what can I say? Life has been good to me. Let's do it. You're listening to Weird AF News with your host, Jonesy. So listen up. The United States Senate passed a bill to end payments to dead people. Way to go, U.S. The Senate passed a bill last week that would mandate that the federal government stop paying dead people. I didn't know dead people had bank accounts. Aren't you supposed to close the dead person bank account? I thought so. Um, When I'm dead, you better close my account, take out that money, and I want you to go to the strip club and have a good time, everyone. This legislation was introduced by a couple of senators. One was a Republican. One was a Democrat. Um, I call them political entities because you can't really refer to them as human beings. (laughs) This was after a government audit from the accountability office that found that the IRS, those dummies, sent out $1.4 billion in stimulus checks to deceased individuals. Yes, and now you're going to make a law that dead people can't get money. So dumb. It's not like we can even use common sense anymore. We need laws for every little damn thing. Because we're so stupid in the U.S. Oh, wait till you hear the name of this, uh, this act that they're passing. It's hilarious. It's called... The Stopping Improper Payments to Deceased People Act. (laughs) Stopping Improper Payments to Deceased People Act. Yeah, it's right next to the uh, Stopping Improper Payments to Dolphins Act. Because apparently we were paying dolphins uh, mistakenly as well. No, I made that up. But imagine. It's not far-fetched and out of the realm of possibility that we would be paying dolphins. Um, (laughs) What happened to your tax refund? I don't know. They sent it to a dolphin. Um, off the coast of California. You know how our government can be, you know, so fickle. Now, the question here is how many, you're wondering, right? How many dead people did they send money to? How many? Well, a million, over a million <laughs> dead people. Nice job, guys. Got no money to, to uh, you know, for books in schools, but we'll just give a bunch of dead people billions of dollars. Real smart. Hey, everybody, lining up to live in the U.S. Easy, easy, okay? There's pl- we got plenty of people already that enjoy it here. <laughs> and by the way, if you happen to be a dead person, you should totally live in the U.S. because, you know, you'll be the richest dead person around. You just get free money plopped right into your bank account after you're dead. You don't even have to work for it. You don't even have to be alive for it. And now it says here the U.S. government is attempting to recollect those payments that were sent to dead people. Good, good, good luck with that. <laughs> Last I checked, dead people don't answer the phone. <laughs> Here's a quote from somebody. Simply put, this is unacceptable. Yeah, you're right, sir. Who are you? It seems as though Treasury did not take the steps needed to prevent these improper payments. And further, as reported by the GAO, components of the Treasury Department responsible for the payments do not even have access to the most up-to-date information about deceased persons available in the federal government. Wow, you mean the federal government database is not updated? Wow, what a big surprise. Oh, yeah, so let's let's not update the federal government with who's alive and who's dead and then try and collect taxes and send out 
stimulus checks. Real, real brilliant. Now, the Treasury's recent improper payments are egregious. We all can agree in size and scale. But uh, not surprisingly, the government has a long history of issuing checks improperly to dead people. A 2018 Inspector General audit of the Social Security Administration, for example, revealed the agency issued benefits checks totaling $40 million to 500 dead people in three states. Just millions of dollars being thrown around. Unbelievable. <laughs> these, source of, these sorts of infrastructure errors are the result largely because of poor coordination between agencies that track death records and those that issue financial benefits. Wow, you know, two people that should probably have a conversation. <laughs> the Treasury Department, for example, does not have access to the federal government's death database. <laughs> Why? Why don't you have access to the death database? That seems like some information the Treasury Department could use. After all, they're the ones signing the checks, right? Apparently, they can't double-check whether individuals receiving checks are still alive to cash them. <laughs> Brilliant. Who's in charge here? Oh, the dummy over there? Well, don't worry, guys. No fear. We've got it all under control over here in America. Because the new act, the Stopping Improper Payments to Deceased People Act, will address this problem. Yeah, we needed an act to get this together. <laughs> an act. Oh, goodness. No, no one could have just, you know, made a phone call and had them turn it on. Hey, could you turn on your database for dead people? Because we got to cut some checks. Could we get access to that? It's probably like a Google Doc that you could easily hack, I'd imagine. <laughs> How many checks were issued to Bugs Bunny? That's what I want to know. Stupid government. Yes, the government uh, will want you to know that they've just voted on the the new act. It's called Stopping Improper Payments to Cartoon Characters Act. Because <laughs> that's what we need around here. No, no, in all seriousness, this bill is attempting to improve the quality of our nation's death records. For example, this is going to make your head spin. Um, it mandates that Social Security Administration screen for, quote, extremely elderly individuals because they got a problem with this. A 2015 report identified six and a half million people over the age of 112 years old listed as living in the Social Security Administration's database. <laughs> Six and a half million people over the age of 112. By the way, by the way, there's fewer than 100 of, of these people over 112 in age living in the world, in, on the globe. And then, uh, but our Social Security Administration database lists six and a half million Americans over the age of 112. Probably cut them all a bunch of checks too, didn't you? Yeah, here you go. Get a wart remo removed. Here's, here's $5,000. I will bet you there are people in this country over the age of 112 who are dead. <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. I'll bet you there are over 112-year-old dead people. <laughs> no, that still doesn't make sense. How do I say this? I'm trying to say that there's people who are dead that are listed as being aged 112 that have more money than me. But I don't think it came out right. Yeah, the third time's a charm. I pay dead people. A French engineer unveils a bread made from the wheat fertilized with women's urine. Yeah, baking up some lady pea bread. Anybody want to try the lady pea bread? A French engineer unveiled a bread made from wheat fertilized with women's urine that was collected from, of all places, public toilets. Oh, I don't know if I want public toilet lady pea bread. Um, I want to select group of lady pee in my bread uh, the public toilets i mean you're going to get all walks of life and some of those 
some of those women aren't they're not cleansing themselves correctly you know you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get some street people in those public toilets i don't want street lady lady pea bread <laughs> jokes guys jokes what's the name of this bread oh it's called goldilocks that's a great name for lady pea bread louis reguet is the person who baked this bread. She aims to break taboos over excrement by creating a food system that recycles waste. Good idea. We should be recycling waste. We should be composting. We should be cutting down on waste all over the world. I agree. This is a great idea. Um, I don't know how I feel about eating lady pea bread, but you know, I like where they're going with it. Uh, this lady also asserts that using human urine, which is used to create fertilizer spread on crops as they grow in the fields, could be a valuable process for cutting costs and boosting crop yields. Yes, you could boost your yields. <laughs> I love that word. Yes, I would like to boost my crop yields. Could I borrow some of your urine, milady? The urine is collected from female urinals set up in the 14th arrondissement of Paris. What is an arrondissement? Does that mean um, a neighborhood, a district? It's in Montparnasse. Did I say that right? Should I stop with the French words? Probably. Um, urine is a great fertilizer, this lady says. She spoke at a conference on urban architecture. It's the perfect stimulant for crops. It's a neglected liquid. <laughs> it's neglected. Usually it's dismissed as a waste product, but actually it's packed with nutrients and should be treated like a gold mine. It's ideal to replace chemical fertilizers and avoid the pollution that they cause. I agree. Get rid of those chemical fertilizers. Come and pee on my crops. This is Mrs. Raguette, the engineer, explained that while plants normally take nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium from the soil, these nutrients also pass through the human body and emerge at the other end as well. People do not really know what is going on behind the toilet. Everything must disappear as if by magic. Everything is hidden, she says. When you pee in water, treatment plants remove these nutrients. They do not return to the earth. The water treatment plants remove them. The system is not circular. It should be. It should go back into the soil, back into the bread that you're going to eat, make a BLT. <laughs> a lady PBLT. Ooh, I make the best lady PBLT. <laughs> this is stupid. Now, Mrs. Raguette has dubbed her toilet the PP and grass or PP fertilizer. The challenge for our society is to collect urine as soon as it leaves our body, she says, adding that urine is safe, unlike feces, which contains a lot of bacteria. Ooh. So if you poop in your fields, you could be bringing bacteria to your crops, apparently, that you don't, that maybe you don't want. But go out and pee. Pee right on your corn. Pee on your spinach. Bountiful amounts of pee for our bread. Human urine is a rich source of nitri nitrous, nitrogen, all those things. Uh, it's also sterile when expelled from the body. So many benefits. So many benefits. I'm wondering if you guys would give this uh, pea bread a try. The lady pea bread. <laughs> lady pea loaf. Bring it on. A whole bakery made out of women pea products. You could do, you know, like some lady pea croissants. Did I say it right? Croissants. That's pretty much the only word I can say in French that actually sounds okay. I think croissant. Lady pea croissant. Young people are throwing coronavirus parties with a payout when one of them gets infected, officials say. This was a story that cropped up over the weekend that was really alarming to me. I don't know if you guys saw it, but apparently some people in Alabama, young people, college college types, I imagine, throwing COVID-19 parties, which is a, a disturbing competition where people who have coronavirus attend 
the party, and the first person that gets infected receives a payout. I don't know how they figure out who the first person is infected. Do they all go get it? Are they testing at the party? How do you do this? Uh, I I can't even believe I'm asking that question. I don't even want to know. I don't want to know. Why are you doing this? You're dumb. The parties are being held in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. My goodness, get your act together. I'm going to tell you right now, when I travel in Asia, I don't tell people that Alabama is part of the U.S. I tell them it's a different country. Yeah. Uh, The parties in Tuscaloosa, infected people are urged to attend so that others can intentionally contract the virus. Who's attending the party if you're infected and everybody knows it too? You're going to, you get like a party invite and they're like, please come. You're like, no, I'm infected. No, please come. No, I can't. I'm infected. No, please. We want you there. Oh, all right. I'll go. I mean, are you paying these people that are infected to go? Are they just, they're just assholes too. Is that it? This is crazy. Apparently they, this is very organized. They sell tickets to this event. The first person confirmed by a doctor to have coronavirus after the exposure wins the money made off the ticket sales. This is according to Fire Chief Randy Smith uh, during a presentation to the city council, (laughs) letting everybody know what the kids are doing. You got to keep your eye on the kids, man. They don't take anything seriously. They just don't. The report says over the past few weeks, there have been several parties in the city and surrounding areas and probably more that officials don't even know about, the chief added. Somebody with the last name McKinstry was pretty upset about this. Some city councilor probably talks like this. It makes me furious. Furious, I tell you. Furious to the fact that something that is so serious and deadly is being taken for granted. Not only is it irresponsible, but you could you could contract the virus and take it home to your parents or your grandparents. It's unacceptable. Unacceptable. That was my impression of McKinstry, the uh, city council member. <laughs> The city's working very hard to get the word out, trying to break up these parties. It also passed a mask ordinance this week that just went into effect. This is not political. This is a public health issue. People are dying. There is no cure. We have to do whatever we can to save as many lives as possible. Uh, yeah, that means uh, breaking up these coronavirus parties. Uh, what makes you what makes you attend a party like this? Are you just a dummy? Dummy? I came across another article here that says young adults think that they are invincible and are becoming increasingly infected by the coronavirus. This is according to Governor Gavin Newsom, the governor of uh, my wonderful state of California that is getting slammed with COVID-19 cases. Slammed! It's really crazy. I'm, I'm afraid for my life. I really am. Governor Newsom says the amount of cases hitting Cal- California was due in part to younger people who might believe that they are invincible, but also are becoming sick. These are younger adults who Newsom called the young invincibles, (laughs) like they're like superheroes. It's because of those young invincibles who are testing positive for the disease. These young invincibles. Apparently, these people think that they are invincible, but don't feel it's going to impact them. And if it does, it's not a big deal, said the governor. Uh, And that's why he said he's made moves to strengthen public health orders such as ordering many of California's most populous counties to shut down bars and indoor restaurant dining rooms as hospitalizations have increased. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to shut down these frat houses too. I'll bet you. Where are the young people fraternizing these days? You need to shut those places down. What is it, paintball? What are these kids doing? Shut them down. The trend in Southern California, L.A. County specifically, is that younger adults are in being increasingly infected. By the 4th of July, almost 50% of all new cases occurred among young people, which are 
being categorized as adults 40 and younger, said Barbara Ferra, the L.A. County Director of Public Health. Uh, Whereas in the early stage of this, in April, the age group of younger people only made up about 30, 30% of new confirmed cases. The article goes on and on with the reasons that they believe that young people are catching it uh, in Southern California. Not once do they mention the COVID parties. I guess we're not, I mean, we got some degenerates here in Southern California, but I guess nothing like Alabama. The coronavirus parties are proliferating over there. I don't, I don't condone you going to any of those parties. In fact, I don't condone you really going to any party right now. Stay away from parties. I went to a 4th of July gathering. I wouldn't necessarily call it a party. It was probably about 14 people. I was nervous with the 14 people. That was 14. I thought that was too much. I thought there'd be 10 or less when I went there. I was like, there probably won't be that many. But no, no. There was nothing to do on 4th of July for people because the city wasn't lighting off fireworks. So your typical thing wasn't happening. We had some fireworks. Yes, we did. My friends and I poured some money into a whole cache of fireworks. And we had about 14, 15 people that showed up to watch the damn things. And I was very, very nervous. I wore my mask. And I I tried not to talk close-faced with anybody. And I stayed sober, for sure, because I knew if I got sober, I'd whip that mask off. Maybe this is an issue, too. Young people, they're out. They think they're invincible. Partly because they're young and partly because they're wasted. They're on the, um, you know, they're on the booze and whatever chemicals they're coming across, you know. And they got that uh, stimulus check, so they're getting better chemicals than they normally get. You know, you got that extra money rolling in, yeah, if they didn't give it to the dead person. <laughs> Just be careful, guys. Be careful. Don't hang around young people. That's my, that's my advice. <laughs> young people. Yay! You can't spend your stimulus check in heaven. No, you can't. Hey, guys, this is Jonesy. I'm making up songs, and they're terrible. I want to thank Laura Jane, who joined the Patreon. I got the email this morning, and I was very pleased. Laura Jane. Laura Jane. You ever heard that song, Sweet Jane? Who sings that song? I like that song. I think it's, isn't it on the uh, soundtrack, the, the movie soundtrack to Natural Born Killers? Sweet Jane? I think it is. Oh, anyways, Laura Jane, you're sweet. You're so sweet, Laura Jane, for joining the Patreon. You make me smile inside. If my belly button could grin, it would grin for you. That makes no sense at all. Why did I say that? Because I'm highly caffeinated, which is exactly how I'm going to spend your Patreon money, Laura Jane. I thank you. You're keeping me highly caffeinated, which keeps this weird AF engine running. It's running all right. It's running in a closet. (laughs) Seriously, thank you so much for joining the Patreon. I appreciate it. Is that drilling going on behind me? Stop the drilling! Oh my goodness, I need a studio. Got more patrons! I need more patrons! Jonesy needs a weird AF studio. Yes, we do. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, you guys can join the Patreon, as Laura Jane did, by going to patreon.com slash News. You'll appreciate it. You'll be putting money into a fund that's going to grow Weird AF News. And uh, keep me caffeinated. You know, this is what's happening. And um, I'm so grateful. So grateful for all my patrons. Uh, we have a nice little crew of quality citizens in there. The type of people the type of people that would not attend a coronavirus party. I'll tell you right now. These are good people. They're good people. I tell you, they're good people. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Check it out. Check it out. Download my comedy album for free. And uh, the video of me playing guitar, which I'm going to upload a little bit later today. <laughs> playing guitar and singing. Yes, yes, yes. What, what, that doesn't entice you? What, do you don't think I can play? Is that what you think? 
I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> oh, man, I'm out of my mind today. Um, I want to thank everybody who reached out to me. You know who you are. Who sent me uh, videos and uh, wishes and reviews. All the things that I get on a daily basis that make me feel like well, life is worth living. So thank you. You can reach out anytime. Instagram.com. <laughs> the Instagram.com. You mean Instagram Jonesy? Yes, I do. I'm, uh, I'm out of my mind though right now. Uh, I need more sleep. So it's Instagram at Funny Jones, Twitter at Funny Jones, and on Facebook it's Comedian Jonesy. My email's funnyjones at gmail.com. It's the Gmail, you know the one. Uh, you can also send a PayPal donation on that Gmail. And you can join the likes of Jessica. Let me find that email. She sent me money. Yes, Jessica Swisher sent me a PayPal donation. That's enough to buy me some lunch and stuff. And I'm so pleased with Jessica Swisher's PayPal donation. She wrote, just because you're awesome, maybe come visit Alaska someday. Summertime is the best. Nice and green and hot out. Yeah, I'll bet it is. My buddy just went to Alaska. He came back with amazing pictures and video. I was quite jealous. I thought to myself... I want to go to Alaska. Not only was it beautiful, but it was like 20 hours of daylight or something right now. It was like he was so pleased that he didn't have to uh, deal with the darkness. Really, he didn't have to go to bed, really. Just for like four hours, he'd go to sleep. Boom. I was like, man, can you imagine playing wiffle ball at like two in the morning? That would be fantastic with natural light. Unbelievable. You could golf all day, all night. You could just keep golfing, golfing. You wouldn't have to stop golfing. It'd be, it's incredible. You could have a barbecue outside just for 20 hours straight. Unbelievable. Alaska, you, I mean, it just sounds great, Jess. Maybe I'll get up there someday. You'll have to house me. You'll have to house me and feed me, Jessica Swisher. Yes, you will. Uh, <laughs> I'm not coming in the winter. I'll tell you right now, you're never going to get me there in the winter. I won't even go to New England in the winter to see my mother. I'm like, my mother's like, you never come for Christmas. What's the matter with you, huh? It's a, Don't you want to come for Christmas? I'm like, it's wicked cold. I'm not coming for Christmas. It's wicked cold. I'll see you in September. Although I don't even know if I'm going to see my mom this year. It's unbelievable. This whole, uh, you know, this everything's being, my whole life is just like on standstill. Can't do what I want to do. And I don't even think I can visit my mother this year. My annual trip to New England is going to be off the menu, I think. Because I'm not getting on a plane. You're going to get on a plane? Did you see those pictures of planes with people? Forget about that. Not happening. I don't get recycled air in a plane. You're out of your mind. Mask or no mask. I'm not sitting in recycled air for six, seven hours. That is so dumb. I deserve to get ill if I do that. It's a bad decision. It is. People flying around right now, you're dumb. You're dummies. Dummies. Take a, take a uh, I don't know. I'm, I was going to say take a train, but then that's like recycling air as well. Take a, I don't know what you take. You, you take a hang glider across the country, all right? You do hang glider. You all alone. A solo hang glide from Cali to New York. <laughs> oh, that's dumb. Yay! 911, what's your emergency? Can I take a free ride? Yeah, 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 yeah. A taxpayer-sponsored free ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Jonesy, this is Gus from Western New York again. I actually just read an article by NPR about those monkeys in Thailand. And did you know that they've been used for over 400 years for picking coconut in Sri Lanka, Malaysia, India, and other countries of the region? 
They rely on the monkeys too, and an adult male can pick up to 1,600 coconuts while a female only picks about 600. More than 600 people die, people die a year from picking coconuts, where I don't think any macaws do. And it's the macaws that are used, which I think aren't those the ones that are like really crazy in the cities and like steal people's food and are aggressive in the cities, so... Isn't it better for them to be trained in a school, which, by the way, the school was founded 50 years ago by Buddhists, and it's supposed to teach them how to pick without using any uh, force or aggressive yelling or violence. So I don't know, man. I think these um, these macaws probably have a maid. They're treated even better than dogs with the families they live with. It's normally one for a family. and rides on the back of a motorcycle or a scooter on the way to the fields and the trees are like 90 feet oh i don't know this is just pretty silly and the end of this article though really sums it up of course the working monkeys of thailand have many similarity in similarly industrious counterparts in the animal world think oxen plowing fields sheep dog herding livestock Rottweilers guarding houses or beagles sniffing for drugs in airports. They say baboons even pick tree nuts in Egypt. That's all I got, Jonesy. So, thought you'd like to hear that, though. Check it out. NPR.org has an article about it. Bye.